It's payday, fellas! Make some bills, yeah. Fuck the way you feel, yeah. I just signed a deal, yeah. I'm a broken heart, yeah. Razor on the yard, yeah. Praying to the stars, yeah. Fuck up, fall apart, yeah. Never let a bitch play with your heart, yeah. If he do, chop and chop him apart, yeah. Come up in they house, fucked up alarm, ayy. Shoot him in the face, right in the dark, yeah. Cause nobody listens Her little homie fell off rapping But ain't nobody missing Baby mama took off running He got no one to kiss him Never spend a cent on rings I just know how to win him I got the, I got the ooh, ah She wanna see what it do, ah She wanna fuck in the tube sock She don't want nothing from you, bruh Really I'm not in the mood, bruh Really I'm ready to do, bruh Really I'm acting a fool, bruh Whipping it, whipping it, whipping it, ah <laughs> It's payday, fellas and here we are once again organic poison sickest in the south yeah, you guessed it. Still recording on the phone. Uh, I have little to no knowledge about how to uh, hook up and, you know, run certain programs when it comes to uh, music equipment. So it's a work in progress. Don't get me wrong. I'm quite sure that I'll be able to handle it once I get to a certain point, but... <laughs> Boy, has it been a task. Nonetheless, I have uh, a couple of friends that have told me multiple times, particularly J-Rad, has said, dude, that's what YouTube is for. You have YouTube. You need to use it. So, I'm getting around to it. I particularly had a bad day yesterday. I, uh... I locked my keys in my truck with my wallet and uh, on my lunch break I was supposed to be going to help a friend move uh, a desk, Parker. Shout out to Parker. Parker is probably going to be on the next episode of the podcast actually. He is a, I probably mentioned him on here before, but he is a 
he is an artist, like a rap artist, and he also is an engineer, and I believe he is from Mobile, or somewhere very close to Mobile, Alabama. And those of you who know me very well know that I'm not particularly fond of the state of Alabama, but I don't hold any prejudice against the people there. <laughs> not even the bad people. I don't hold that that prejudice against them. Anyway, I just don't care too much for the state. But Parker's a pretty cool dude, so uh, I'm going to definitely have... We, he's, we're supposed to be doing a podcast this week together. That'll be my first guest in a while, aside from the person who is going to be at the tail end of this podcast. Actually, I might just make it a whole separate podcast. So if you guys see... I'm going to put out two podcasts at once. I'll, uh, I'm not sure. I'll put one of them out first. I'm not sure. <laughs> Nonetheless, uh, I have a whole conversation with my uh, brother-in-law, Tyler Ferguson. And uh, we cover a lot of different stuff, but like in a master of none way style. There's no justification for the way that we bounce back and forth through our conversation, but it's still, it was a pretty good conversation either way. That one was one that I enjoyed listening back to. I always listen back to the podcast that I record with guests because those are the good ones. <laughs> Nonetheless, today, again, you have me. And, uh, I'm extremely stopped up. And, uh, it kind of sucks, but it's all good. You know, uh, okay, so, <clears throat> Sometimes I like to get get a good, interesting football topic off on this podcast. Uh, you know, I try to do them first so I can get them out of the way because they're a lot better to have with other people. Nonetheless, uh, Patrick Mahomes signed a ten-year contract for a half a billion dollars. <laughs> I want you to think about that for a second. I mean, even if you don't take into consideration everything that's going on in the world right now, like, let's just say that it was another mundane, you know, we're annoyed with the government, but it's, you know, kind of how, let's just say that how it was, I guess, six months ago, you know, pre-coronavirus, pre-civil unrest, and, you know, big, you know, everything that's going on, the way the culture is changing, or shaking up right now society take all that and put it to the side for just a second and pretend it wasn't like that and you got offered five i think it might be just under 500 million but still that is a lot of motherfucking money for 10 years okay you think oh 10 years is a long time to have to dedicate to one team and i want you to think about something bro like got to be whoever is the wealthiest person that listens to this i mean i let's just say let's just say that you make $100,000 i mean maybe i'm not giving my fans enough credit but okay i'll give you the benefit of the doubt let's say you make $250,000 a year or maybe even, maybe one of you guys, one, just one, maybe two, but probably only one, if any, makes a million dollars a year. Okay? It would take you 500 fucking years to make that much money. 
<laughs> that is incredible. So, I think I'll stick on the same team for 10 years. Why the fuck not? Think about, like, okay, you are going to obviously be the, I mean, that's got to be the biggest football deal ever. That's like some shit they would do in baseball. I mean, I didn't exactly fact check it, but I'm pretty confident that's the biggest football deal that's ever been made. Patrick Mahomes. Chiefs got ahead of the curve. Chiefs probably did that just so they wouldn't make them change their name. <laughs> Like, people will be like, oh, shit, these guys are great. Not really. I'm not, I'm bullshitting, but Patrick Mahomes is a great quarterback. It's just crazy. I never really thought much about him prior to this last year. But, I mean, all my other friends that give a shit about football have been talked about him for a while. I guess I just didn't personally give a shit about the Chiefs. That's probably what it was. It's like with the Cardinals, like when the Cardinals were going in, didn't really care. I don't really care about the Rams. I mean, I care about him now, but I didn't really care about him before. I guess since they moved is when I kind of started caring more about him. Nonetheless, Patrick Mahomes is the shit. <laughs> and I'm very curious to see what they're going to do with the NFL this year. I'm pretty sure that they have more or less canceled, I mean, almost all of the uh, baseball season. And I don't think they're going to end up letting them go play basketball. I haven't heard anything or read anything about basketball since the virus picked back up. But if I had to assume, they're probably uh, going to cancel that. <laughs> Which sucks. But there is another UFC fight nonetheless. They've been going strong through this whole thing. There is a UFC fight coming up this weekend. And it's, I mean, these guys rented out. We might have talked about this on here already. But these guys rented out an island, more or less, or made some kind of deal with this island so they can have fights on there. So they can have international fighters. Because people can't come into the States. That is insane. And they're the only sport that's doing it in America. Apparently, like, some of these, like, high school teams or, like, smaller teams have been trying to play ball and their shit is getting... They're, all the high school teams are dropping like flies. It's just crazy. Not... Okay... So they're dropping out. They're not, or they're not uh, finishing their seasons or whatever. Not dropping like flies was a bad analogy. Nonetheless, uh, yeah. So UFC's happening. They're gonna have three title matches. Now I'm sure a lot of you guys probably don't give a rat's ass about UFC, but it is pretty exciting, especially if you're the type of. Of course, I pay for every pay per view, but if you were someone who wanted to, uh, you know, just do a little bit of searching, you could find a stream and watch it for free. I'm not saying you should do that. I'm just saying that it's possible. I would not say that because I rent every pay-per-view. Uh, all of them. But, yeah, it's going to be pretty exciting. There's this guy named Jorge Masvidal fighting this dude named Kamara Usman. And Jorge Masvidal wasn't supposed to fight. It was supposed to be a different guy. So, named Gilbert Burns. Yeah, it's nowhere near as exciting, is it? I'm just joking. He's he's a good fighter. He's just randomly popped up there. As, as far as the little bit of plot line that is in the UFC, which there's more than there should be, honestly, uh, Jorge Masvidal and Usman have been talking shit to each other for like two years now. So, maybe not quite two years, but it has at least been a year. So to see them finally fight. But Jorge Masvidal just found out that he was fighting six days before the fight. So, because 
homeboy Gilbert Burns, guess what happened to him? He got the coronavirus. <laughs> Which, with those athletes, it's the thing is, is like chances are, if they get coronavirus, they're gonna just be, you know, asymptomatic because they're like perfect health condition and all that other shit. So apparently, most cases, they're fine. They don't really feel any crazy effects from it. But still, if they have it, they can't go and fight nobody. You're like the UFC is so heavy, cracked down on it too. They test everybody, everyone, like thousands of people on their staff, and they test them thousands of times. Allegedly, <laughs> they could just be pulling a big finesse. But uh, Jorge Masvidal is going to be fighting Kamara Usman, and I'm very excited about that because. I think Jorge Masvidal is going to beat Kamaru Usman's ass. But, Jorge Masvidal has this vibrato about him. Bravado, not vibrato. Bravado about him that he could be full of shit. It's like he has... He won his last fight because the other guy was bleeding like to excess. The other guy being Nate Diaz. And the fight before that, he knocked the fucking dude out in like three seconds. He just ran up to him and jumped and kneed him in the head and knocked this dude out cold. And then continued to punch him until the referee realized that the other guy, Ben Askren, uh, had been got his ass kicked. That was so lame. But yeah, like it was some crazy. And Ben Askren was talking mad shit to this dude on Twitter beforehand. Like, not for any reason other than just being a dickhead because this guy, Ben Askren, his personality is straight up. Like, he's just, a, he's not, he's still an asshole, but when he he retired uh, <laughs> the fight after that because he lost that next fight. He won his first fight in the UFC off of a whim. Now, mind you, this guy had an illustrious career of wrestling and, you know, MMA prior to come into the UFC. I'm pretty sure he fought for Bellator. I could be wrong. But uh, Bellator is an alternative to the UFC. It's like Coke and Pepsi. Or Coke and RC Cola. Or like <laughs> Coke and Sam's Choice. Either way. <laughs> you get my point. Anyway. Ben Askren was like a, a gold medalist and some shit. I think maybe the Olympics or something. I don't know. It doesn't matter because he got his ass kicked twice in a row. But he talked mad shit to Jorge Masvidal. And then after that fight, yeah, no. So, But Jorge Masvidal also beat Donald Cerrone, who is called Cowboy. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. But there's a great plot line. What can I tell you about Kamaru Usman? He, he beat Colby Covington, who's like this diehard Trumpster. Like... Like, there's people who are, like, like, they're Trump, but they're, like, you know, they really kind of want to meet in the middle with everybody. Like, there's those guys, it, they have, like, the, like, they almost just, they're not braggadocious about being a Trump fan. It's like they're not exactly happy that they're proud, to, that uh, they're not happy that they're Trump fans, but that's just the way it is. And then you've got people who are, like, all up in your fucking grill about some Trump train. <laughs> there, every other Facebook status is some shit about like all lives matter. Uh, it's like 
Trump 2020, or it's like one of those, they, they have like these pictures of him, man, where it's like, he's just standing there, like looking like a fuck, and it's like this long ass copy paste message where it's like, this here stands a man who had the whole world against him, and they didn't think he could be, and it just goes, it just fucking goes on and on and on, it's like four whole paragraphs of just, uh, the greatest leader this country has ever seen, you just, and it's just like, he looks like a fucking doof, <laughs> I mean, he looks like a fucking doof, and, I mean, but to be fair, that's subjective, or subjective, that could just be, that could just be my opinion, because my opinion is my opinion, and I could be totally wrong, but in my opinion, he looks like a fucking marshmallow, like, this dude looks like a fucking doof, I'm not kidding, but, Colby Covington is the kind of guy who writes those, this guy blows, like, he, he's, he's a chode, like, pure, he would definitely write one of those about Trump, find the picture off of, like, yeah, but, anyway, Kamar Usman beat him, which is dope, because he all but was saying some, like, racist shit towards Kamar Usman. He's a literally an African-American. I'm pretty sure his family is from, I'm not going to even say, because I'm, I'm going to sound dumb if I get it wrong, but uh, it's from Africa. He's from Africa, the continent of Africa. But, uh, yeah, so you can imagine old boy, and his, I guess his parents were immigrants, I mean, I'm sure they, they might have been legal, they might have not, but still, so you can imagine Colby Covington, like, Colby Covington's goal in life was, is to sit next to Donald Trump at a UFC match, while he's wearing the belt, but Kamar Usman has the belt, and he beat his ass, and it was great, and I spent too much time talking about that, but Jorge Masvidal, Kamar Usman, and then, uh, there's this Peter Yawn guy is fighting, uh, and I couldn't tell you anything about him other than the fact that he beat the shit out of this guy named Uriah Favor, who was the shit back in the day, apparently. He fought a lot of fights in the UFC. Uh, but he's not fighting. I don't think he's, I think he's retired now. But Peter Yawn is, and I'm not saying his name right. If you read it, I would like to hear you say it the right way without hearing someone else say it. Which you might be of his native tongue. I think he's from Russia or something. And, uh, which is cool, I suppose. But then you have him fighting. Oh, man. His name is slipping my mind. Oh, yeah, because he got slipped by Conor McGregor. Uh,. In 13 seconds. Jose Aldo. He's got morale. And I'm shitting on him. But he was like. He was like. He held the belt. And the weight that he. The weight class he was in. Before the one he's in now. He held that belt for like 10 years apparently. So. I guess you got to give the guy some credit. He's just. I would say that he's. If he loses this fight coming up. He's probably not going to fight anymore. Because he's lost his last two fights. But this is for a vacated belt, which is crazy. And, uh, yeah, Max Holloway is fighting this guy named Volkanovsky. 
if you think about his last name, okay. Volkanovsky. V-O-L-K-A-N-O-V-S-K-Y. It's got every, it's got every ending syllable in any Russian last name or any foreign last name. Ski, Lebowski, this sounds it's Jewish. <laughs> I guess Lebowski is Jewish. It sounds Jewish. Uh, not that there's anything wrong with that. It just sounds like that would be a, a, a last name for anyway. Uh, Volkanovsky, Volk, Avinsvolk. Volk. I don't know. Java soft Volk. Volk or Vol. I don't know. It just sounds like sounds like some shit. And then Kov. Raznakov. Dovchachach. It's that's what it sounds like to me. Hulskinov. I don't know. Smirnov. <laughs> I don't know. That might be spelled with an L F. But I mean it Volkanovsky Volkanovsky. Volkanovsky. You say it enough times, it sounds weird. I mean, it sounds weird when you say it once, but it sounds really weird when you say it. Say it. Volkanovsky. Did you word it? I bet you worded it. <laughs> if you're actually listening. You could be, like, working and doing something far more important than actually listening to this. But, yeah, Max Holloway and that guy. Uh, I really don't know why I've spent so much time talking about the UFC. Probably because I'm trying to just dig as deep as I can. Because I really am just trying not to talk about how fucked up the world is right now. I mean, you know, you have these moments where you're like, well, what if I just went and got a flip phone? And just took myself away from the internet? Because, honestly, like, you don't really notice things are wrong. Okay, it would be pretty buck wild if you had no idea about the coronavirus and then you walked out and saw everybody wearing masks and shit. Or you're like walking in stores and people were like, whoa, 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 chill out. Put your mask on. I mean, that would be pretty nuts. But you would have to be extremely disconnected. You wouldn't be able, you could, I mean, that's one thing that I guess you probably would need to know about, at least. Yeah, but I mean, if you knew the bare minimum, you'd be fine because you'd know not to, you know, be just fucking hanging out and big-ass places with a bunch of people, you probably would pick up on the wearing a mask thing really quick. It's not like it would happen 30,000 times. It would happen once, and then you'd ask somebody who hasn't turned their phone off. They're like, bro, the cabal! (laughs) You're like, whoa! Yeah, so then you plug in your old desktop computer and just get lost on fucking YouTube. (laughs) So you'd you'd be doomed either way. You'd be hearing about fucking Jeffrey Epstein and whatever that bitch's name is. I'm gonna call... I mean, she's a bitch. I'm sorry. I don't think any proud woman in this entire world would ever refer to her as anything other than a bitch. (laughs) I mean, her and... Her and Jeffrey Epstein were fuckers. Like, in... I mean that in the worst possible way. Like, I mean, let's be honest. There's no way that what's going on with Jeffrey Epstein is a smear campaign. It's not like it just didn't happen. Like, even if you just, we can dive into the whole, you know, the list, the log list. 
But before we do that, I just want to talk about Jeffrey Epstein himself. You think about all of the evidence. Like, I'm going to, even if you give 75% of the shit you hear about, oh, no, 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 no. 25% of the shit that you hear about Jeffrey Epstein, let's just say that it's not true. But the other 75% is. That guy is still, like, the worst kind of person. Like, there's nothing... It could be, like... I'm sure there's some heinous-ass people out there. But, like, this dude facilitated so much fucking foul shit. And participated in so much foul shit. Right? I mean... Dude... I don't. Even, I mean, I don't even want to be too explicit about it, but it's just like, if I mean, I'm sure most of you have probably heard something about Jeffrey Epstein, and it's foul. Like, I just don't understand how somebody like that gets to continue to exist. I mean, obviously not. I mean, obviously he's dead. But if if all these people actually, let's just say a lot of that stuff about the deep state and you know, like Jeffrey Epstein was part of CIA or some shit like that. Or had connected. Why the fuck did those guys let that guy live? Why wouldn't they just be like, oh shit, you have how much dirt on people? Or, like, there's uh, there's gotta be other ways to get dirt on people than letting people fuck kids. And uh, him being a kid fucker. And them letting that be. Like, hey dude, you have to stop fucking kids. Or at least keep hiding that from us. And I had to get explicit, I'm sorry. But, there's a lot of disagreeing in the world right now, but I think everybody agrees that that rat shit bastard definitely deserved to die. Whether he did it himself, which sucks, or if somebody did it for him. I mean... I don't know that I would have it in me to take someone's life unless I absolutely had to, but I'm... <laughs> I commend the person who decided to do that. You know, unless... <laughs> I wish they could have waited. Like, if he really had all this information and he was willing to give it up, I wish he would have waited. But, you know, you sit here and you think about people. You know, what if you do find out that... I mean, back to the percentage game. What if you found out that 75% of those names on that list were actually up to the same shit that you presume or that we all assume and more or less confirm that Jeffrey Epstein was doing. Like, can you imagine if you found out that like Will Smith was fucking kids? And it's like, what? <laughs> or come to find out, you know, there's some shit going on with Jada Pinkett Smith and August Alsina. Apparently they've been cracking. What if, or what if you found out that like August Alsina was, like, a sex slave or some shit for these, like, people. Like, not necessarily him being connected to Jeffrey Epstein, but if, like, what if this, you know, sex trafficking shit and these fucking celebrities fucking kids and shit thing is more true than false? That would be insane, dude. Like, if you found, if we, the, the world might would be more fucked up if we had that information now, of all times in the world, not in the 60s, not in the 80s, 
not in the 90s, but right fucking now, the information to that would probably be catastrophic. You find out Oprah's in on this shit? Like, all these people, Barack Obama, and Donald Trump, I mean, fuck, what if? Dude, there's so many high-profile names on there. Like, and let's be honest, there's other evil shit out there. Like, what if, like, people are just focusing on, I mean, what if they're, I'm not, you know, this is very conspiratorial, but what if they're like, oh, well, at least they only know about this. I mean, that would, like, what if they really are do like, there's a different cabals of people that are, like, doing fucking true blue sacrifice, seance, crazy shit. That would be nuts. The world would not be able to deal with that right now. Nonetheless, I mean, if it has to happen, go ahead and open the floodgates. It's not like it's not like it's not to be expected at this point. If you just found out all that shit was true. But see, you know what's funny is usually when you hear like these crazy conspiratorial things like that, I mean, because right now with that log list, we don't really know shit about shit. If you do find out and there happens to be some kind of evidence or proof on a lot of these, uh, uh, you know, no, what I'm saying is you, almost every time you something like this happens and the conspiracy is running free, you never find out that that's true. Like that stuff, like people never can actually guess what, like it'll be bad, but it's like, it's not going to, I don't think we're going to find out that Tom Hanks was fucking people on Jeffrey Epstein's island. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think that you're going to ever find that out. I don't think you're going to find out that Beyonce was drinking blood from Jeffrey Epstein's children. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Like, I don't necessarily believe that. But, you know, it sucks because we have to entertain the idea because it's like our brains are conditioned now. I mean, maybe not everyone. Maybe some of you have managed to not... but. But have you managed? It's like, no matter how, it's like, if you subscribe to anything, like, you think to yourself, well, fuck. You know, like, maybe I'm, maybe I'm brainwashed too. And I say brainwashed, I use that word loosely. Obviously, there's severely brainwashed people out there. But, you know, it's like, you kind of almost, it's, it's like, You've all, we've almost gotten to the point where it's like if anybody says anything, you know, that you don't know on a personal level. I mean, I don't think this has necessarily affected people. I mean, me personally, I still treat people the same. I still think that, you know, in real life and stuff and people I talk to online sometimes, you know, but mainly in real life. You know, it's like yeah, it's kind of all the same. We're all just go. We all have to go through all this together. So, you know, and fortunately around here or in the general vicinity, maybe for this part of Mississippi or just the company I keep. It's, you know, people all have their differing opinions on it, but none of us are like, fuck you to each other. I mean, online there is plenty of people that I've known in my life that it's like, man, what the fuck? You know, it's like it sucks that they have differing opinions and it sucks that I'm so, you know, Sometimes I'm so, like, I say things on Facebook, and I'm just being blunt, 
Sometimes I'm saying stuff because I want to see what people's reaction is. For better or worse, I've been guilty of antagonizing people before. But it's like I've seen a lot of people's true colors on either uh, either side. It's like you see some people that just think they're speaking up for the, you know, they're trying to defend, you know, the greater good. And then like some people who, and that's on either side. <laughs> I mean, because it's like, it sucks when you see people, you know, speaking out and being aggressive, and it's like, well, fuck, you know, I feel for you, it's like, but sometimes, like, I just don't agree with a lot of these people, like, on that flag issue, man, I, I mean, I honestly saw more people who were wanting it changed than to keep it, and I'm glad, <laughs> I mean, I'm so glad they changed it. I mean, I'm pretty sure I've talked about this on a different podcast. But, I mean, I talk about it here. They finally changed it, and it's awesome. And I'm not mad about it. But there were some people, man, that were just so passionate about that shit. And I'm like... And the thing that sucks is when you see the people who aren't mean. (laughs) It's like, the people who are like assholes about it is one thing. It's like, because you can kind of easily just be like, well, these guys are being pricks about this shit. And then you've got the people who are just like, man, the world is changing. They're just like expressing themselves and they're not like comfortable at all with what's happening. But what I hate to see is when people berate those people. It's like if somebody doesn't understand what's going on, like I know that we're not supposed to have, we're not, we don't have, we're not having tolerance for racism anymore. It's like, but some, like, some people, like, when you see, like, 17-year-old kids that have never really just had a, a life outside of, like, going to school and coming home, and they don't know shit about shit. They grow up out in the country, and they're just fucking like, ah, you know, it's different if they're being racist. It's like, but if they're like, man, I just don't fucking understand, like, you know, people, everybody's freaking out and all this other stuff. But then they get berated by people and it's like, well, they don't have any reason to think anything different. It's like, I don't agree with a lot of people that I have friends with on Facebook. A lot of a lot of them don't agree with me. A lot of people unfriend me. I've unfriended a few people too, but I try not to. But it's just one of those things. It's like, but in my head, it's like I ultimately want people to get along. I want people to compromise. I don't want people to be... With the race thing, no, we don't need to compromise. But with everything else, it's like, Jesus Christ, we find so many things to complain about. We're not just divided. It's not just a division of race either. Because you can clearly tell how many white people there are that, you know, have supported what the Black Lives Matter movement and Everything that it encompasses, not just the the Black Lives Matter movement, but what has, you know, the civil rights issues and stuff that, I mean, that, that is, you know, but you still have people who are fucking arguing about other shit. And it, obviously there's a lot of stuff that stems from race, but it's like, but people, even, it's like so many people get caught up in their own like fucking heads about certain stuff that it's like, they don't take the time to realize it's like. And this is the same, this is the same thing that, you know, people would say about how Christianity is. It's like, you, some people, I mean, this doesn't go for every Christian, but so some people get wrapped up in their their own thoughts and their ideology and the, 
you know, whatever it is, and their own way of life, whether it, it comes, even when it comes down to day-to-day shit, they don't take the time to actually understand someone else's point of view. It's like, I feel like that would be the best recruiting technique. You don't just go to someone and give them a message and hope that they understand it. You go to someone, you understand them, and you figure out how to deliver that message. It's like, and it's like, if, if you can't figure it out, I guarantee that you will plant a seed in that person to make them also have an alternative point of view on life or a certain situation or a, a, I don't know, a theory of how this world works for good and bad. You know, people have different, there is, uh, there is a lot of gray area between good and bad. And you have to have a certain, you have to be able to, especially these days, you have to be able to look with like 8D lenses. <laughs> I don't think that's a thing, but you know, you have to be able, you have to have perfect lenses to be able to barely maneuver your way through good and bad these days. <laughs> I mean, it is, uh, it is a thousand narrow paths to get to being in the like perfect place between good and evil <laughs> or to stay good the anyway nonetheless i say nonetheless way too much <laughs> but uh i don't know jeffrey epstein's a bitch and that other bitch is a bitch too <laughs> i don't know how i got to where i was but I don't want everybody to fight either. Nonetheless, we're all victim to it because one reason or another, we find a way to uh, stay heavily active on the argument charts. Nonetheless, I'm going to get back on uh, track here. We are going to be... Uh, doing something pretty cool uh, with organic poison I'm going to finally open up my YouTube channel and I'm also going to be I might have mentioned this on a previous podcast and I know I've said that several times but I do be forgetting uh, I guess open up the YouTube channel so we're going to finally have things on there. I'm going to be posting the podcast on there. And we have a show. I don't know. I might have told y'all what the show was already. But I'm not going to tell you now. So you have to go back and listen to the other podcasts. Also because if I haven't told you, I don't want to tell you. But the show is going to be the shit. So and I'm, you know, I'm going to release future music videos and other content on there. We're probably going to end up having multiple shows, but right now we have one show. Uh, but it's going to be cool, and it's going to be on YouTube. But I'm also going to be releasing on SoundCloud. Uh, any of you who remember Armageddon and The Covenant Between Us, my old bands, we're going to be releasing their two EPs on uh, SoundCloud, and that's going to be awesome. Only reason, I mean, the music kind of blows, and it's, uh, the music doesn't suck necessarily, but the recordings are definitely, definitely some old school shit that we recorded on computers, but, which I guess everybody records on computers, but we 
did some some DIY living room shit. But uh, nonetheless, very proud of it. It was fun times, and we raised a lot of hell. Uh, so it, any of any of you guys who happen to remember any of that, or any of you guys who are interested in hearing that, is some hardcore metal shit. So. And then I think I want to start uploading other bands, like from back in the day. Like, of course, with their permission. But it's like most of those people don't have their music up online anywhere. And I'm not going to monetize my SoundCloud. So, basically, those music, that music will just be up there for free, non-profit, whatever. People can go and listen. And it's like each week I can upload a new artist. I mean, eventually I'll run out of them, but thinking of bands like A Fond Farewell, Shaken, Fight to Die, and, you know, whoever. Abrogation Years, mm, Wretched Flamingo, Atlas Inn, Fox Chase Drive. Man, oh my god, now I'm just naming off bands from back in the day. Which, I don't know if any of you guys were around for that, or if any of you guys even give a shit, but back in the day, the music scene was pretty dope in Mississippi. I mean, I guess you could say it still is. I just don't know. I don't keep up. I mean, obviously, there's not really a music scene right now if nobody's playing shows, but before that, I mean, I didn't really know. I know that they have shows and stuff on the coast, probably, maybe up north somewhere, but you don't ever hear about any metal shows or anything like that anymore. But, hey, what are you going to do? I mean, <laughs> Rona, right? Uh, uh I have these weird long pauses sometimes in the podcast. It's because I stare into this light that I have. It's like a lamp. It is a lamp. <laughs> it's not like one. It is one. But yeah, so I'm looking forward to being able to release some more content. Especially since we're kind of, you know, once this thing gets set up and uh, we get our other stuff rolling, it's going to be pretty tight. I think I think you guys will be able to enjoy what's coming. I'm also going back to the studio soon. I have a song that is out right now. And you guys should go listen to it. But I also, it is on Weisberger's page. But what also came out on Weisberger's page is Weisberger slash Eradicate's new album, Mixtape. I'm not sure which, what he's calling it. But you guys should listen to that shit too. Look, I'm telling you. And the motherfucker, okay, this dude will go to a show and rage out. Like, turn up. Like, when he does shows, it's like he's spot on, he kills it. You know, like sometimes I'll be, I'll do it. I've done 15 minute sets of 20. I mean, I'm pretty sure most of the sets that I've done, I did that shit with my vocals in the background. I know people hate that shit, and I think that it's very talented that people rap with their, uh, I mean, I've done shows like that too, but I'm just saying, I, I'll much rather have my vocals on there. Uh, back when we, back when I first started rapping, we did it with, uh, I did it without the vocals on there. We just did the instrumentals. 
and then somewhere in between I start like but I mean I don't really do that many shows so but I'm about to start doing some bitch we got something coming up if the Rona doesn't shut it down but it probably will if I had to be honest because I think they're about to start making everybody wear masks and that probably means that bars are going to be shut down so I was trying to uh, bring some people to Macomb too because it kind of got the hookup on a venue Nonetheless, I, I lost track there. Scott is uh, also his name. <laughs> Eradicate released his new album, and it's the shit. So I think I might be on one of the songs. I really don't know because I haven't checked the track list. I just was listening earlier. I didn't hear that song yet, but it's this man. His shit's so aggressive. It's tight, though. Anyway, go check his music out. But on his page is also where my uh, song is. It's also where you can find my music video, which if you haven't seen by now, that's crazy because the percentage of people that saw that video versus the percentage of people that listen to this podcast is a lot different. <laughs> so, well, I appreciate you guys for listening. And, uh, you know, shout out to Manny Anderson. Uh, Manny, I don't know, well, all of you, but Manny as well. I don't know what's going on with the best of the Pine Belt. Uh, they hadn't said shit about naming the winners or anything like that. Last thing I heard was they were supposed to be planning to reschedule the award show. Now, mind you, I was really looking forward to getting sauced up, getting dressed up, and going to this award show and possibly winning something. Because I was pretty confident in the, you know, the song of the year. Not so much on the podcast because the, I mean, you know, I promoted it, but it was way, I mean, it was way different to be able to promote that song because I already love to promote my song. So promoting the song and then all the people that we had voting, which if you were one of those people that even voted once or if you even thought about it or just tried, you know, thank you. <laughs> I know that I've said that a million times to people in real life. And, you know, even if I don't win, fuck it, it's all good. But I would like to know. <laughs> it would be nice for somebody to figure that out. I thought about applying for a job as, uh, like a, like an online, uh, I don't know, like, something i want i would like to i wish somebody would let me come be on their podcast like i have a couple of friends my friend james started a podcast and uh it's dope and he said i could come hop on his but it's in macomb and uh henderson henderson uh another friend of mine he has a podcast and i'd love to be on his but I, uh i he lives in alabama and i think i've stated how i feel about alabama uh and, you know, I'm pretty sure I have, you know, Tim probably, but I don't think Tim's doing podcasts right now. Jason is one person. My friend Jason does a podcast. I know it sounds so corny I'm talking about the podcast like this, but I like to talk. And, like, the reason why I like to have guests is because it just seems I, you always get so much more out of it. And I know I tell you guys this every podcast, but I'm, I'm just saying, like, I really do enjoy having the conversations by myself too but you really do start to feel fucking nuts after a while <laughs> it's like you kind of feel crazy but 
nonetheless, uh, I'm my friend Ty. He is going to come in here and do uh, the podcast with us. He has some new music coming out. Now, I probably will have to tone down my profanity for this man because he seems deserving of it. But, you know, it's going to be a fucking great podcast. You know, he didn't ask me to do that. And he probably doesn't give a fuck. But he seems like a pretty, you know, relaxed dude. <laughs> I don't necessarily want to just be like, yeah, man, the fucking cabal. But I'm, I think I might ask him some questions about that, though. Man. Hey, if you listen to this podcast and you want me to ask this guy questions, y'all let me know. Same thing with Parker. If you have any questions you want me to ask anybody, any of the guests that I have coming on, send them to me. Like, however you got to. My email is up there somewhere, my Instagram, whatever. And if I get on Instagram and I post that I want you guys to ask questions, ask two or three. <laughs> it's fine because I utilize them. In different spots. I write them all down. So. And I do those episodes. And I've been practicing those episodes. Well I did one. And then the one. The other one that's coming out. With Tyler Ferguson. That one has some questions in it too. I was able to answer some of those. But uh. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm going to let y'all go. It's been fun as hell. And. Yeah. Thank you guys. And. Oh. Thank you Philip. Philip. You're a G. Philip and Manny are G's. The rest of y'all are G's, but these guys are awesome. <laughs> you guys are awesome, actually. I'm sorry. I'm not really good at the whole... I mean, if I was actually talking to all of you guys at once, like, and we were on a big giant Zoom call, which would be kind of funny. We should do that. We should do a big giant-ass Zoom call. Okay, no, we could just do a Facebook Live. That would make more sense than doing a Zoom call. But Zoom call would be kind of personal. What if I turned? What if we turned everybody's microphone on? And it's like you know, all three of us. <laughs> oh man, I'll see you guys later.